0: Welcome to Virtually Unbreakable podcast where we inspire you to live happier and more fulfilling lives. My name is Ella and I'm your host. The topic of today's episode is the facts and myths about mental health. I'm pleased to have you here today so sit back relax and enjoy this episode. Today is World's Mental Health Awareness Day. And with that in mind, um, we are going to be discussing the biggest myths and some facts related to what is mental health. And this is partly due to the stigma that is around us and surrounds us and without a doubt is impacting how we live and enjoy our lives especially in our younger years and when we are parents or facing more than average amount of responsibilities, I would say. But there are so many uh, misinterpretations and lies, quite frankly, about our mental health. It's important to make some clear statements uh, here. So mental health is what describes the state of our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. We all have mental health, similarly to physical health. And our mental health affects how we think, how we feel, and how we act. It affects our daily decisions and how we cope with life. Our mental health... Uh, which we can also relate to as our emotional well-being, really influences how we handle our daily stresses, our pressure, uh, relationships with others, and our life decisions and life choices. And looking after it is absolutely essential um, and it should be our priority above everything else. Our physical and mental health, Are what is the most important for us to focus on. Breaking up the stigma is important because it's completely normal um, for all of us to experience a wide range of emotions in our life. And it's not alarming when we are feeling low or, or we are feeling overwhelmed or. Um, you could say, pretty depressed at times. We all experience those emotions, regardless of our age or personal circumstances. But knowing how to process these emotions and how to release them by expressing them is what we should all aim to learn. And it's what we should practice. Um, So discussing with others... What you're going through and building a strong support network is just one of the ways how you could have your say in breaking the stigma, how you can play your part in breaking the stigma about mental health. And let's not forget that discussing how we feel and what we are going through makes us look strong and brave. And it is not a sign of weakness. So why is it important to discuss? Well, I think it's pretty obvious that the state of global mental health or emotional well-being is very, very low. It's very alarming. And this is due to many different reasons. Global reasons, sociodemographic reasons, economical reasons, as well as our individual circumstances and mental health and emotional resilience is very important because it helps us to cope with the challenges of life and it helps us be physically and mentally healthy Um, it also helps us to build and maintain supportive relationships with others so not dysfunctional or codependent relationships, but truly supportive ones. It helps us build strong support network in general. So when we have good mental health, when we are healthy, um, we are able to benefit from a strong support network that we give and take from. It's a mutual exchange when we are well, we are able to grasp our full potential, live longer, make contributions to community, and so on. The list is very long. There are plenty of benefits of emotional well-being and building resilience. So as you know, um, there are of course some myths and there are some facts and Those myths often contribute to the actual stigma that we all experience in our communities um, on a daily basis. Uh, So it's very important that we challenge these myths, especially in the current situation where the um, suicide rate is very high and that is also among young people. So it's important that we challenge that Feeling not well, feeling low um, or feeling depressed is something we should be opening up about and seeking help um, and offering this help to others. So let's go ahead now and bust some myths. So there are some myths that um, need busting here. And myth number one is that mental health problems are rare. Well, the fact is that uh, one in four people will experience mental health problem in their life, which means someone you know um, might be struggling with mental illness. Also, um, suicide is currently the second biggest reason for death in people aged 16 to 24. Parents' uh, mental health is at its lowest it's ever been. Um, 68% of women and 57% of men experience mental illness as parents. And about 50% of all mental health issues start by the age of 14 and 75% of them by the age of 25. So hopefully this gives you an idea of how common this is. And if you ever feel um, that you experience this on your own and you are alone, uh, please don't think that. It's much more common than you think. And the more we talk about it and the more we open up and seek help and seek answers and look for ways of improving how we feel, the faster we can start the route into wellness. Myth number two. I can't do anything to support someone with mental health problem. Well, the fact is that there are lots of things you can do to make a difference. Some of them are very simple steps like checking in with them and asking how they are um, and actually genuinely listening to them without judgment or offering immediate solutions. Um, you can also treat them with respect and care and treat them in the same way you always used to treat them. You can spend time together um, and you can enjoy activities together. When we have a strong support network and we are surrounded by people who love us and care for us, um, we are we have much higher chances of overcoming mental illness. And just the common feeling of even being low or feeling overwhelmed. Um, the worst thing we can do if we suspect that someone is struggling is abandoning them and not offering them any help and not caring how they are. Myth number three, people with mental illness are not able to work. So I just want to rephrase this actually because it should be people with mental illness or poor mental health because not all uh, poor mental health is actually considered mental illness. You know, mental illness is something that we often associate with much bigger problem, but um, we all at times have uh, poor mental health. So um, when it comes to people who experience feeling low or poor mental health it is absolutely not true that they cannot work and they all can be very successful professionally and they can enjoy their job and and that's also for many years Mm -hmm. so it's yet another myth that that is not the case people often hide how they really feel And we can notice that both in our social circles and our um, uh, professional work, in our companies, in our teams, uh, people can be very good at hiding when they've been feeling low. Not everybody does, but sometimes we might be surprised, right? Um, So never assume that just because somebody is doing well at work, or someone seems to smile when you see them, that they're completely fine. It's still worth checking in with them and building some connection and, and playing your role in their wellness. Next myth is that young people just go through ups and downs as part of puberty, and it's nothing serious. Well, uh, like we mentioned before, one in six young people will experience a mental health problem in their life and 75% of all poor mental health develops by the age of 24. Um, so this is simply not true. We need to recognise and deal with the fact that when young people struggle with their mental health, there is loads we can do to prevent it and there is loads we can do to improve it before it becomes a much bigger issue. So the younger the person, the more chances we have to have a positive impact on their well-being and on their mental health. Um. So it's, again, really important to build that connection and have a communication with your friends, with your family, uh, with your peers, and so on. Myth number five. People with mental illness are usually violent and unpredictable. Um, That's a complete lie. Uh, Most people with mental health problems, even those with severe ones, are not violent. Uh, They are more likely to be a victim of violence then actually inflicted themselves so it's important not to judge anyone as we might really not know enough about their situation at home to make a conclusion on where this is coming from and let's talk briefly about self-expression because when it comes to mental health and self-expression these two are very closely connected so You know, very often mental health issues start when we feel disconnected from our true identity, from who we really are, Uh, when we don't feel in sync with our dreams, our goals, our desires, Um, maybe when we don't believe truly in ourselves or when we are told by others that we are not capable of anything. And that we are not good for anything. Um, it's very often in the formative years in our childhood and youth uh, when our self-image forms. And our self-image is how we perceive ourselves. And all the different events and different people that we encounter in our lives, um, they have impact on how we see and value ourselves. So it is very possible that if a young person, say age 13 or 14, has a um, low self-image, doesn't see themselves in positive light, it might be because they were not told in the younger years that they are loved no matter what, that there was this care and attention in their home setting. Perhaps um, they didn't feel accepted for who they really were. And that impacted the way they see themselves now and how they relate to others, how they build friendships and relationships, um, how they overcome conflict or how withdrawn they might be when conflict happens. There's loads of different factors that impact on the way we feel on a daily basis. The way we perceive ourselves, our positive self-image, our feeling of self-worth and our identity has a lot to do with that. And self-expression is another thing. It's about expressing your true individuality. And that is known for having a very positive impact on your mental health. Um, So this could be through your language. You could express yourself through a certain um, style, the way you dress yourself, how your hair um, look like, how you carry yourself. Or it could be through your art, music, drawing or dancing. There are a number of different ways uh, we can express ourselves, and all these different ways um, help us um, understand and process what's going on in our internal internal life. okay They help us process our thoughts and our emotions. You might find very often that a person um, that of course, I don't, to, I don't want to make an over-generalization here, but you might find that someone who is especially gifted at music or art is not the most socially active person. It's not the person, um, it happens often, it might not be the person with the biggest number of friends, right? But it's someone who um, enjoys uh, their drawing or their music and they don't feel they need to be always surrounded with lots of people and that is okay. Um, that doesn't mean that they're a bad person or they're feeling low um, and it's important not to judge anyone based on their self-expression. A self-expression um, is something that can really help you showcase your true self to others, to the world um your true story um who you really are what you stand for and um, it gives a strong message about your values um but it's something that can also make us feel quite vulnerable um because we might feel like we are opening up to the world uh so you might want to take this step one step at a time Understand who you are. Understand what message you're trying to give to the world about yourself. And be in touch with your true self, with your true feelings. And and don't um, dismiss the feelings of others and their expression of others. No matter how different it is from yours. Um, But remember that... Uh, All these activities that help you um, with expressing, they have very positive impact on relieving you from your stress, Um, especially during exam time, as well as, uh, you know, different stressful periods of life. And they will help you build positive self-esteem. So self-expression is really something that can help you reflect on your life on your actions, um, decisions, beliefs and thoughts. And it's important to develop this self-awareness. It's important to get to know ourselves so we know um, who we are and what we stand for. Um, Because so often we get told by our family members, friends, peers or even social media how we should look, how we should be, how we should think or speak or act. And it's important that we stay true to ourselves. Sometimes it can be difficult to let go of expectations of others and indeed stay true to yourself and embrace your identity. Uh, But you should always find a way or aim to find a way to... um, to do that Um, and do it your own way, regardless to what others think, um, as this is the only way you can be happy in the long term. Um, By being um, self-aware and um, expressing yourself consciously, you can also improve um, how you not only feel about yourself, but feel about the world around you in general. Um, So it can help you, um, you know, embracing your true identity um, and not giving in to the pressure around you can really help you improve how you communicate, how you collaborate, how you make a difference. Um, So by staying true to yourself, you can build positive relationships with others and they will have a huge positive impact on your mental health. Um, Thank you so much for listening. I hope this was helpful for you. Um, If you are looking for more resources, please do check the link underneath um, this video. Uh, We are Virtually Unbreakable, a company dedicated to improving mental health in families. Until next time. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did enjoy it, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you would like to receive further resources on mental well-being, creating a positive self-image, and building a supportive relationship, make sure you check our website, which is virtuallyunbreakable.co. You can also book your mindset makeover. The details for that are below in the link. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode of Virtually Unbreakable podcast, delivered next week on Wednesday.